Hey guys, this is Liz. And this is Jane. And you're listening to episode 10 of Tacos and Tales. guys welcome back to tacos and tales a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast we are on episode 10 welcome back everybody we made it it's been a long hard road is anybody (laughs) still listening just kidding that was episode two (laughs) (laughs) yes lots of people are listening we are cruising towards almost 1000 downloads so thank you everybody thank you so much we're basically famous don't talk to us <laughs> we're super excited this week because not only is it our 10th episode but we're also doing our very first collaboration and i'm so happy that it's with the podcast that i find super interesting and unique but actually i'm gonna let them tell you about it hey guys i'm katie leverett i'm danny faulkner i'm her daddy and welcome to caskets and cocktails i've been in the cemetery business for over 35 years That's right, and this podcast is all about Mr. Danny's hilarious and crazy stories that happened to him. Everything that happens, happens in a cemetery. So guys, go ahead and hit subscribe because... We'll be the last ones to let you down. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to Caskets and Cocktails. They have so many really cool, crazy stories, and... Just the thought of somebody being in the cemetery business for over 35 years is insane. I'm sure he has lots and lots of crazy things to say. Yes. I know a lot of people find cemeteries scary, but I just, I don't know. I feel like there's a kind of peace that comes from them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I was thinking about that too when I was researching my story. and I <laughs> And I think that by default, just because it has to do with death, People think that they're creepy, but I, I, I don't think don't so. I mean, I do friends. think that they're creepy, and I probably won't go into one at night time. <laughs> but um, I think they get a bad rap. <laughs> I think Hocus Pocus did it for me. It was like, oh, this is hallowed ground. So I feel like if I step onto a cemetery, then I am safe. But remember, witches can still fly, and they can still knock your head off with the broom. I mean, I'm not scared of them because I host a podcast with one. But um, gee. Anybody out there? <laughs> Anybody else know? Honestly, the the abuse that I have to endure, guys, during this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how's everybody doing out there today? I know we had talked about costumes. Lots of people told me what they were going to be. And if you haven't, please send it to me because I'm still looking. I went to Goodwill today and they literally had nothing. So thank you so much, Goodwill of America. <laughs> <laughs> Not so Goodwill. So I had mentioned that we are nearing a thousand downloads and those of you that have listened to all of our um, episodes in order, you remember that I said that we would put something together in the form of a giveaway. So we are working on that and as soon as we hit that thousand download mark, we will be announcing our very, very first giveaway and um, we don't know what that will be, but hopefully by then we'll have some ideas. But thank you guys so much. It's very cool, and we're super happy to be able to share these um, stories with us. And if Taco Mom were here, she definitely want to extend her thanks, too. Yes, that is for sure. 
So just to start us off, I think we'll go ahead and just get right into the episode. I have a couple of cemetery superstitions for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. So I came across a list of cemetery superstitions, and there are a lot of cemetery superstitions, and I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying, that people just, because it is a cemetery and there's dead people, Mm -hmm. you know, it's... It's bound to cause a lot of superstition. And so I just a couple of my favorites that I came across. Um, the first one, take care that you do not see a reflection in a hearse or you will be the next one carried in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Being the first to leave a cemetery after a funeral is bad luck and could bring you death. Oh, no. I feel like maybe somebody, like, back in the day, they went to a funeral and, like, maybe they left first. Yeah. And they died or something, you know? And so that... Completely unrelated. (laughs) That became the word. Mm Mm-hmm. That became the the law. If a funeral procession passes your home, draw the curtains or close the blinds to prevent the dead from entering your home. Oh, my gosh. Never count the number of cars. This is something that I'm guilty of. Never count the number of cars in a funeral procession as it is considered counting the days until your own death. Oh my gosh. That's funny that you mentioned that because where I work, literally, um, I would say about a half a mile down the road, there is a very, very large cemetery. And on the daily, I go to the post office and on the daily, I see funeral processions. (laughs) So it's, I mean, it's kind of like a little creepy uh happening in your you know in your daily routine Mm -hmm. well if you happen to meet a funeral procession head on or if you see one approaching turn around or hold on to a button until it passes (laughs) i need to put a button in my car (laughs) so i recommend you carrying a button around never look backward while in a funeral procession or you will soon go to another funeral um hmm. what does that mean i don't know maybe i guess like maybe in a carriage i guess i could look out of my sunroof and like, turn my whole body <laughs> that around that is so weird <laughs> that you just said carriage because literally the next sentence is after a funeral if two carriages from the same funeral meet at the intersection of two streets then go in opposite directions expect another death oh my god <laughs> who thought of this well, but that shows you how dated like these superstitions are <laughs> Are they? Dun, dun, dun. Are they? <laughs> Hold your breath while passing a graveyard so the evil spirit of someone who has recently died can't enter. Oh my gosh. Tuck your thumbs into your fists when passing a cemetery to protect your parents. I'm so sorry, parents. <laughs> Taco mom and dad, I'm so sorry. A pregnant woman should not go to a cemetery or her infant may be possessed. There you go, nothing to do with me. If you have an involuntary shiver, someone has just walked over your grave. Over my grave? Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. Maybe, like, in another dimension? Ooh. I know. And this, the last one is a funny one. It is a sign of bad luck if a horse in a funeral procession becomes frisky. <laughs> <laughs> bad luck for who? What the heck? <laughs> my gosh. That is hilarious. Wow, very interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, so those are some cemetery superstitions. Like I said, the list was huge, but I just kind of picked the ones that I thought were the most interesting. 
I'll definitely have to print that out and put that in my car because like I said, I mean, it's, it's a daily occurrence and it's, I mean, it's weird and obviously super sad because I mean, there's funerals Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, <clears throat> not Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I don't work Saturday and Sunday, so I mean, I would, I see them every day. Yeah. And so it's just kind of sad to me. It is sad. So since we are collaborating this episode with Casket and Cocktails, we had Mr. Danny send in one of his stories about one of the cemeteries that he's owned. Um, and we'll let him tell his story now. Take it away, Mr. Danny. Hey, listen, Jane, I'm Katie Leverett. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And we host a podcast called Caskets and Cocktails. And we wanted to call you about a folklore story that my daddy has from one of his cemeteries. Hit it, Mr. Danny. Well, we had a cemetery, a historic cemetery on the side of Missionary Ridge, where there was a huge Confederate Union battle. And there was a hospital there. And a lot of soldiers died there, and a lot of soldiers were buried there. I've never seen a ghost, but I've had many, many reports of people seeing ghost soldiers dressed in Confederate uniform and Union uniforms marching into the woods. So maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I don't know. So what we want to know from you girls um we are such a big fan of tacos and tales and we want to hear what kind of folklore happens in cemeteries in your area we're in a totally different geography and we want to know what happens in your area in cemeteries what are your crazy stories we'd love to hear from you and tell everybody that talks to you about caskets and cocktails to subscribe and we wanted to say Tell mama and them, we said, hey. (laughs) We love your mom. She's so cute. (laughs) Bye, girls. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. And actually, I know. (laughs) And actually, to answer that question, we have a cemetery within a a 20 mile radius of us that was actually featured on America's most haunted, um, most haunted places. I don't know what it's called. Talk um, mom told us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically this particular cemetery is really famous because it's been there since Houston was settled. And um, it was named after the first postmistress of the area, Miss um, A. Leave. And so what happened was um, this cemetery was actually built over. They built some apartments and it's been said that those apartments are extremely haunted. Hmm. And I can remember people in high school who lived there mm-hmm. uh, commenting about how, you know, things moved in their apartments, <gasps> things happened, how they would see apparitions at the bottom of the stairs. It was just very... There were a lot of stories that went on, and I actually didn't even know it. I thought it was a pet cemetery because it's not clearly marked. It's kind of just like a... um clear piece of land within Mm -hmm. a little square of apartment so it's very weird um but very interesting and very deeply seated in history Mm -hmm. and it's they've also made it a historical marker just because it's yes 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 so it is protected now and actually so recently as or as recent as the 1990s they found um six hispanic infants and when they were developing along Bel Air Boulevard. Just a little ways further down from uh-huh. the 
And those babies were interned at the A-Leave Cemetery, um, but they were not given a marker, so the actual location of the bodies has been misplaced. Oh, that's heartbreaking. I know. That's heartbreaking, but it's also fascinating to know that there's a cemetery so old, Mm -hmm. and thankfully they had the foresight to make it a historical marker, so now that'll be around for a long time. But thanks for the question. That was a good question. Yes, thank you so much. We're so happy to collaborate with such an awesome podcast. So before we get into the meat of the podcast... (laughs) What? I don't know. I was trying to do a taco. taco. Before we get into the meat of the taco... Let's go ahead and do a taco break. Taco break! Too much. So since this is episode 10, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. And because tacos are so special to us, (laughs) I thought that we could talk about our favorite tacos. Yes, okay. So I love all tacos. Like, literally... I named the ta- the podcast Tacos and Tales <laughs> because tacos are my favorite food. But my favorite taco, I think, would have to be a fish taco. Really? Mm-hmm. A fish taco, like with what? Cold, like a the um, cabbage or yeah, spicy mayo. Yes. Um. So I. Well, I, okay, I guess I should say a fish and or a shrimp taco. Okay. With the purple cabbage slaw and, like, the homemade, hand handmade <laughs> corn tortilla mm. and, like, seven different kinds of salsas. You guys, I... One of my friends texted me, when she was texting me, she was saying how... She thinks that, like, red salsa goes with breakfast tacos and, like, green salsa goes with, you know, regular tacos. And I beg to differ. I, I like to mix all of my salsas. So, literally, like, I'll do a line of the green, a line of the red. If there's some of the orange salsa, I'll mix all of my all of my salsas. But um, I have actually have a picture of some shrimp tacos that... I had when we went to South Padre, and I think those were, like, some of the best shrimp tacos I've ever had, so I'll share that with y'all so y'all can see. It's kind of like that Food Network show, the best thing I ever ate. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Jane? Um, I think my favorite tacos are going to be, like, very authentic taco truck tacos where they warm up the tacos in kind of like a grease or an oil, Um, Mm. a, a corn tortilla with fajita, Lots of onion, lots of cilantro, and a really spicy... Oh, lots of lime, because I love, love, love lime on all of my food. Mm -hmm. And um, salsa. So I preferably like green salsa, because it tends to be a little bit more spicy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't like super spicy, where it takes the the flavor of the food away. So that's that's me. If you take me to a taco truck, my friend and I have a habit of spending like... $50 between the two of us. I know he doesn't like listen to the podcast, but shout out to my friend because we always spend $50 at taco trucks and it's just two of us. At what time is that though? (laughs) I would say around about um, a little after midnight (laughs) (laughs) when the bar is closed. (laughs) On yonder to two o'clock, three o'clock. But I hope you guys will back me up and say that Tacos from a taco truck at 3 in the morning are literally the best. I'll agree with that. So it seems like our favorite tacos have both have corn tortillas. 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of flour tortillas. I feel like that's more for breakfast and like more of Americanized Mexican food. Tex-Mex, we should say. Yeah, it's not re- not really my cup of tea. Yeah. I feel like a lot of non-Mexican, non-Hispanic people will go for like the flour tortilla just because it fills you up. But less is more, friends. Less is more. Yeah, whenever we, whenever we have, we've had fajitas at work a few times and... And people will say, oh, you didn't get any sour cream or cheese? And I'm just like, mm, for what? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess that's a, a different kind of cuisine, like the fajitas with the sour yeah. cream and the pico and the cheese. A and, a corn, and a flour tortilla. But um, I guess let us know, guys. Are you hashtag team corn tortilla or hashtag <laughs> team flour tortilla? Let us know. Let us know. Wow, I'm really hungry now. Yeah, that was Liz, fun. can you take me out for tacos since I am your little sister? That's a no for me. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on this taco break. Taco, taco break. break. Seriously, y'all, I can't believe that y'all have listened to 10 episodes with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your patience. We're sorry if we've blown your eardrum out with our laughing. But honestly, we're so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to us. To us, okay. It's funny because the other day, um, since I'm now on Twitter, apparently I'm, t- I'm tweeting. <laughs> I tweet. Does it happen often? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> you should get that looked at if it persists. So the other day I tweeted that... Um, <laughs> stop. So gross. Stop making it gross. That... Um, we have to turn the AC off sometimes because you can definitely hear it like in the background of the podcast. <laughs> and then a couple of podcasts responded and one of them said like they have to, one time they turned off their refrigerator. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so loud and they almost forgot to turn it off. And I'm oh like, okay, well, I'm glad that we're not the only ones that are struggling with <laughs> podcast space. <laughs> podcast studio. For any podcasts out there that have high-end equipment, more power to you. So what do you have cooking for us today, Liz? So I'm going to tell you a story today about a cemetery. Since, in case you guys haven't, um, <laughs> can't tell, Picked up. our theme for this episode is cemeteries. Cemeteries! This is the story of Stoll Cemetery. Located in the quiet town of Stoll, Kansas, lays an abandoned church with an overgrown cemetery uh, next to it that dates back to the late 1800s. Some claim that the cemetery itself is a gateway to hell. Bum, bum, the stories go back more than a hundred years, but not until 1974 when an article appeared in the University of Kansas student newspaper that spoke of a number of strange occurrences in Stoll Churchyard had it actually been written down in, like, print. You know? Like print? In, in like print. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It's like a... Oh, it is a simile using like or as. Can somebody please come get her? <laughs> yeah, so a simile uses like or as, and a metaphor uses. Wow, and she's going, she's continuing with this <laughs> okay, literary you. lesson for you guys. I'm literally giving them a literary lesson. <laughs> Legend says that the cemetery is one of two places on earth that the devil appears in person. Or as we like to say, where you can see the D. Once on the night of the spring equinox, and again on Halloween. Oh no! 
He then gathers all the people who have died violent deaths over the past year for a prance around the earth at the witching hour. It is also said that he comes to visit a witch that is buried there. Um, I did research and there is a tombstone located by that cemetery that has engraved on it witch. <gasps> oh my gosh. W-I- I'm sorry. Wittich. W-I-T-T-I-C. So... What does that mean? I don't know. Oh. Sounds like witch to me. <laughs> um, rumors that an old tree in the graveyard, which was cut down a, a couple of years ago, was once used as a gallows for condemned witches. There is also said to be a grave in the cemetery that holds the bones of the child of Satan. <gasps> who was born from the devil and a witch. The child was so deformed that he only lived for a few days and the body was buried in stole. Some say his ghost may walk around and that a photo was taken of a werewolf-like boy peering out from behind a tree. Oh my god! This is in Kansas, y'all. <laughs> I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Lots of other strange occurrences are said to have taken place there. In the early 1900s, a boy was accidentally burned to death by his own father. A few years later, a man was found hanging from a tree. These two instances happened on a road known as Devil's Road, which appears in old maps but no longer exists. The old abandoned church had no roof and was crumbling, but many witnesses say that when it was raining, the rain would not penetrate the open roof of the church. Two men were visiting the cemetery and said a terrible wind started, and when they ran back to their car, it wasn't where they had parked it, but rather on the other side of the road, (gasps) facing the opposite direction. (laughs) On March 20th, 1978... So they still got in that car? Yeah. I mean, there's lots to go home. It would be quite interesting to know what they look like. On March 20th, 1978, more than 150 people waited in the cemetery for the devil to arrive. And apparently he didn't. Or did he? By the late 80s, the legends grew so much that over 500 people came to the cemetery on Halloween night in 1988. So the next year, in 1989... This year I was born. <laughs> hey, everybody. The sheriff started handing out trespassing tickets and sending people away. The residents of the town decided to put up a chain link fence and signs warning against the trespassing. Nowadays, the crowd is not so big, but there are still people who go there in October in search of the devil. No. Mm-hmm. In 2002, the church was mysteriously torn down. The man who owns the property said that he did not authorize the demolition, and people who live near it say they didn't know who had demolished it. So it's literally a mysterious That's demolition. weird. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. The cemetery is, is the site of the final confrontation between Lucifer and Michael in Swan Song in season 5 of... Uh, the finale, wait, in the season five finale of the television series, Supernatural. <laughs> y'all. So for y'all Supernatural fans out there, that's, that's where crazy. it happened. Yep. And this is Dull Cemetery in Kansas. Wow. That's very interesting. I mean, there has to be some kind of something there, obviously, mm-hmm. 
for the sightings to have gone for so long. Mm-hmm. After the, the after they stopped using that old church, they did construct a new church. And the pastor from that new church said that he didn't believe any of the stories. He believed that they were all inventions of the students from the university. Oh, uh, okay. So, who knows? Like I've said before in our previous nine podcasts, <laughs> I'm more inclined to believe those who believe until proven incorrect. Right. As a sensitive myself. I'm more inclined to believe somebody. Yeah. I thought that was super, super, super crazy. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's um, like I said, believed to be a gateway of hell. Apparently there's seven gateways of hell that are like located in like the Pennsylvania area. But I guess I'll save that for another podcast, so tune in. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All I know of is a one drag queen that came from Pennsylvania. She's like a famous drag queen. So did she come through the gates of hell? She might have. <laughs> She's super famous though, but hmm. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, so uh very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch an episode of something else to something. That's kinda scary. Um I'll sing you a song. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine, I'm gonna let it shine. Okay. My story is a little bit of a short one. It takes us to Silvercliff Cemetery in Silvercliff, Colorado. Silvercliff was a mining town located in Colorado that was established during the Silver Rush. Please hold, Liz is laughing at me. I wish that we were on YouTube or something because sometimes we make some weird faces when we're doing our podcast. I guess to not lose our concentration. And we're like, <laughs> they can't see you right now. Oh, I thought you were just telling me. <laughs> I thought you were just telling me as an aside. I'm telling the fans. <laughs> yes, I make some, but I always make weird faces. So, oh, okay. So we were in this. We're in this town um, located in Colorado, and the cemetery is notable because there was once a group of miners that had cut through the cemetery to get into town when. In the pitch black of night, they saw blue and white dancing orbs above the cemetery. And these were people who had been buried there, who had been killed in accidents, um, who had been killed due to diseases. Hmm. And, um, yeah, so there was just a lot of restless souls there. And the dancing lights can still be seen to this day. Hmm. So they're saying, they say that it's um, blue and white orbs that kind of just... Uh, dance along the graves themselves and they can be seen they've even been caught on camera which uh, we'll post that on our instagram um and there have been a couple of explanations as to you know what the scientific i was gonna say i wonder if it's like gas is being emitted or something yeah but once they've gone to test it there are no emissions no nothing Mm -hmm. so what is it weird yeah so you look up what like blue orbs um well it is blue and white orbs so no i didn't well that's crazy i know so that's uh that's what's going on in silver silver cliff colorado i definitely like to go and 
check it out. Mm-hmm. Are you what, game? I'm Liz? game. What we didn't mention was from that A Leaf Cemetery was that people have seen lots of orbs. That's one of like the famous things. Oh, yeah, and those have also been photographed. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering like what the orbs and the dancing lights have to do with the cemeteries. If it's just like I don't know. I mean, people will, will say, like, oh, it's probably the fertilizer for the grass. No, it's not. The fertilizer for the grass. Yeah, because people they, always try to rationalize uh-huh, everything because well, they're scared. Yeah. So, I mean, I just found it pretty interesting. It is. Um, and what I found the most interesting is that it started from the time that the town was established to present day. So, I mean, it's never been, like, there's never been a lapse. Hmm. Yeah. Have you, um, this is probably something we could cover on another episode, but oh, I'm going to bring it up now. Have you ever heard of the Marfa lights that are here in, I believe, in El Paso? Mm-hmm. Like every evening as the sun is going down, there's like all these dancing orbs and lights. No. Mm-hmm. They're called the Marfa lights. Look them up. Okay. That's everybody's homework. Please Google the Marfa lights. Yeah. And then while you're on your phone, please leave us a review. <laughs> Yeah, those are there's some really really interesting things, and I feel like it's in El Paso. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was a good story. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. I feel like it was a little bit lighter than mine. <laughs> than your gateway to hell. <laughs> NBD. Yeah, gateway to hell. Not a big deal. <laughs> but um, since we're almost at the end of October, we are kind of just wrapping up the, our horror movie. Horror movie viewing um do you have a recommendation for a horror movie for the peeps if not my recommendation is um i believe the movie is called the haunting of audrey rose or maybe it's just called audrey rose okay Um, this is a movie about once again taco mom scared us (laughs) this is a movie that was introduced to us by hashtag taco mom and (laughs) (laughs) it's um I haven't seen it, seen it in a while, but I do remember it has to do with a guy and his daughter was killed in a fire. Yes, yes, yes. And, um... It's called Audrey Rose. Audrey Rose? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's a really, really very, very um, ethereal, scary movie, and it's from the 70s, and it's pretty good. So check it out, Audrey Rose, and I'll post a picture of the cover on Instagram. Yeah, Okay. Um, I think my suggestion for today is probably going to be The Strangers. And while it's not a supernatural film, I just found it very unsettling and super terrifying when I first saw it. It's just... for I won't ruin the, too much of the plot, but um, one of the biggest quotes from the movie is, Why are you doing this? Because you were home. Mm-hmm. So watch the movie. Ooh, let us know. I know. Let us know what you think on Instagram. Uh, Lionsgate, I believe it is. Warner Brothers, whatever. Cut that check. And um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yeah, I remember me and mom watched it, and I watched it in the theater with a friend of mine. So I watched it with my mom, and um, we're not really into those kind of movies that are just kind of like not, you know. But at the end of that movie. We were creeped out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good because it's done in a good way. Yeah, it's it's very well done. That movie and that also brings me to another movie that we saw that we didn't think we were gonna like, but it's called Vacancy. 
Have you seen it? No. Okay. It's a movie called Vacancy, and it's about a couple that's in a hotel, and just, uh, like I said, like Jane said, I don't want to give a lot of spoilers away, but it has Liv Tyler and... Oh my gosh, the other one has Liv Tyler, too. Wait, no, no, okay, maybe I'm thinking about that one then. Okay, well, maybe it doesn't have Liv Tyler, but it's Uh also a really good movie about being terrorized and just the horrors of reality, and it's really good, so... Our three recommendations, we're giving you an extra one, are Audrey Rose. Movie night <laughs> with tacos and wine. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, okay. Um, and Owen Wilson? Uh, Luke Wilson. Luke his Wilson. brother. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. You so, know there's always one sibling that's more attractive. Yeah, I know all about that. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then when uh when our other sister listens, she's like, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, okay, so our three suggestions for you guys: Audrey Rose, Vacancy, and Strangers. And if you all watch it, let us know what y'all thought about it. Once again, thanks everybody who has been with us on this ten episode journey. We've had so much fun, and we have a lot of stuff planned for y'all. And we don't have anything planned for y'all at the same time. <laughs> We're just kind of rolling with it as it goes. But it's very exciting and also kind of scary at the same time, knowing that so many people are listening to us, people that we don't know. We see you out there when you download us, Spain, Mexico, Greece, United Kingdom, Italy, <laughs> Ireland, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> And we appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos, the letter N, Tales Podcast. Tacos and Tales Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tacos and Tales. And um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, like, share with your friends. Let's uh, let's make it let's make it happen. <laughs> let's make it to twenty episodes and two thousand downloads. Yes. Yay! Thank you all for listening. Have an amazing Taco Tuesday and a and a great weekend. Uh, have fun enjoying Halloween. Don't drink and drive. And we love you guys. Goodbye. Bing. 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 Bing.